Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. Oh, and I'm off-season positive Chuck Mockler. And today we are joined by your favorite guest, uh, the most recurring guest on this on this show uh, to talk about his thoughts on the season. Ladies and gentlemen, Carl Tart. My gosh, it's been 84 years. <laughs> y'all, it, uh, for me to be the favorite guest, y'all must not have had no guests this year. <laughs> I Damn. think you're our third. Uh, anyways, you haven't got a chance to talk to Carl yet about his outlook on the season. So that's mostly what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, sort of how everything wrapped up as well as the performances of Kawhi and Paul George and, you know, the deepest run of the Clippers off season. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the dislikes of this season so far, uh, which, you know, there were some, it sucks. And then there might be an appearance of the curse, uh, to come and give their thoughts, uh, and then we're going to talk about collectively how much we care about the draft. Uh, so all that and more coming up right about now. But first, got to let you know, this episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of the Locked On You rooms. are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Carl, longtime Clippers fan. Um, how, I mean, how did this season feel for you? I feel like we haven't even gotten very much time to like react to everything that happened, but. <laughs> you know, how- we, we talked quite a bit about the cardiac Clippers. Mm-hmm. This was a cardiac season. Oh yeah. Like this was a, this was a season that had you about to, you know, have a heart attack at every turn. This is the year where we dropped games that we should have won. This is the year that we won games that we should have lost. This was like this. And then you get to these playoffs. Like, I mean, let's just start with the regular season. Right. It's so hard to try and separate it because the playoffs, it was what, like 20 games in 40 days or some absurd. Yeah. The season like. Like with the regular season going the way it did. I mean, we can try all we want to, but we'll never forget that Dallas loss. Right. Like, and I'm sure Twitter won't allow us to. <laughs> but, you know, we, the worst, we, I, I forget that the worst loss in franchise history also happened this season. Yes. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> like this, this has truly been a Clipper season. <laughs> like, of course, some people are laughing like, oh, man, y'all, y'all rejoicing because you made a Western Conference final. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never been. Never been. That's a step forward. That's a step forward. That's y'all literally said that Clippers will never make it out of the second round. I know everybody pull up your tweets where you said the Clippers will never make it out of the second round. Cause congratulations to you. You're wrong. <laughs> Except your one way ticket to hell. Now, <laughs> With that being said, when you get to the playoffs, when you get, to, we had a great, we had a great full season from Paul George. You had a great, you know, didn't did, did we lose? We didn't lose Kawhi that much this year, did we? Did we lose Kawhi this year? Or did we lose PG this year? I can't we, remember. Uh, we lost Kawhi more than PG. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we get to the playoffs, and every matchup is of a team that I really hate. Right. Like, Grudge and match. then everybody, everybody was on our heads because they said we all picked this. Y'all picked this. Which they did. Like, do you fair, think – Do yeah, did. like, do you think that they picked this? Uh, because I'm on – after that OKC game, I'm on the train. They 100% picked this route. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and when you think about this route, who could we have played in the first round? The Blazers. Poor the Blazers. Blazers. I mean, listen. We destroy them. You say that now, but I do believe that Dame, minus the size differential, I do believe that Dame is better than Luka. And I do believe they were better coached. Dame is better than Luka. Come on, man. He's just Luka's just bigger. Like Luka's Dame a better, better passer. Luka's a harder I cover, I, I think, for the Clippers. Yeah, than because he's, because he's bigger. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's why I think we would have beaten Portland. Anyway. Yeah, I'm sure we would have beat him, but – Listen, we made it through the Dallas series. I was happy about that. It's always good to shut up a Dallas fan because they fucking <laughs> suck. And they just started sucking. And and then uh, I don't remember them sucking before. I actually used to like Dallas. I had a Michael Finley jersey in, in middle school. I'm changed. Know, when we were in our jersey, but I, I had to burn it last year. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was last year that completely changed it, I think, right? And like yeah. it, to me, it was like – the on-court stuff got chippy, but it was also the kind of the fan base, which we saw again this year, where, like, I don't know, man, there's some connotations and some stuff coming from that fan base that, oh, yeah. uh, we had that maybe goes a little deeper than basketball. Oh, it's disgusting. Mentality on our Twitter, and it was like, okay. Yeah. Showing disgusting. your cards here, buddy. It's disgusting. And, and, and then we went on to, to – uh, that was, that was uh, light, you know, compared yeah. to Utah. <laughs> yeah, that was diet. <laughs> yeah. That was diet. Utah is zero, and Phoenix is is just full of sugar at this point. Yeah, <laughs> like when you think of like all three the the three fan bases we had to face in the playoffs are three of the absolute worst. Well, and then there was also all the stuff with the Suns and four thing, where there was like hell of oh fights at the first two games, the Clippers Suns. Like there was a bunch of videos of fights and stuff like that. Like that was yeah, that seemed like a an interesting live. There was a fight at Staples Center. Those yeah. were the those were like the wildest fans like at Staples that I saw, and I don't Besides. mean like on court cheering. I mean like there were people like yelling at concession stands. Yeah, like the Suns fans were nuts. And what's crazy is you what's the biggest fan base that gets criticism for not being a fan base is us. Right. Since mm-hmm. when have there been Suns fans? <laughs> Uh, my friends who came out and are now wearing their the Valley jerseys, yeah, because they had to scrounge and buy a jersey this season. <laughs> Those jerseys are hard, by the way. I oh, give, I give, I give credit. Oh, some of the best too. in the league. Those jerseys are great. But with that being said, my homie made a Laker one by the way because he's from out here. He's from San Fernando Valley, mm-hmm. and he made mm-hmm. a he made a Laker color one that says the Valley and it has eight one eight on it. And I was like, I hate how much I love that. <laughs> There's a small part of you that loves it so much. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so anyway, um, yeah, where did that fan base come from? My friend, like I have one friend, his name is Greg. And dude has never been a Suns fan. And my, I've, he never mentioned the Suns. He would always message me about the Clippers, man. Like, you know, being a transplant fan, you know? Right. And I'm like, cool. Then this year he gets chippy. Like, <laughs> Fuck y'all, man. I'm like, what are you talking about? Every other message that is in this thread is you praising the Clippers. Nah, man, got to rock with my sons. Sons in four. <laughs> got to rock said, with my sons. Like, no one says that. Like, <laughs> sons in four, man. No, sons what, in four. That's what the hard fuck are you talking about? Is it huh? we, had to end the, we had to end the season, like, in a, in a rough way against them. I'm so mad that we're hobbled, and I think I'll forever be bitter about that. About not yeah, being oh, yeah, You know what? It, it took away the night that we beat Utah and got into the Western Conference Finals. I told myself that I did not care what would happen. Right. But then when you 
get there and you see how bad they played every game. And how hard the Clippers were playing. And yes. like it was this mixture of like Reggie Jackson on the heater, Paul George doing Paul George things. And like, I mean, it went to six. Like I was talking myself in that they could really do it. I, it it just makes you thing. it makes you mad that like, first of all, f- Joe Ingles with <laughs> oh, yeah. forever needle thorn <laughs> that can possibly like Jesus Christ, Carl. What? Carl it's a family out. show. It a family oh, it show. is. Bit of a family oh, you're show. good. You're good. Nah, I've listened to some of these other locked on. Is this this is this Carl like the strongest outpouring of support from Clippers fans though? Like I I thought this year at Staples. I, I mean, was more incredible than anything I've ever seen from this yes. fan base before. First of all, bleep that stuff that I said. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. It when I saw that game, that game six, or not games, the game six of, of Utah series. Yeah, yeah, Terrence Mann game. The Terrence Mann game, and I saw. I was like, this should show y'all, like, kill the kill the twenty nine fans noise. Right. This is showing y'all right here, and I saw. Emo- outpouring of emotion from people that I'm like, these are people who've been fans of this team since 84. Since they moved to this city. These are people who've been fans of this team. Like, mm-hmm. these are... I'll send, I'll send you guys a video after we, after we get done here. It's really cool to see. That team... I, I get that, that the, the Laker fan base, you know, the Lakers winning gives a lot of poor people who, you know... Like, give them hope to be winners. Absolutely. It's a sports team. Yeah. Yeah. But some of us take the harder road, you know? And there's a lot of people who get hope from when a team finally wins. Because we don't want right. – like, we like the, like the hard work. And that's, yeah. like, what the Clippers fan base really represents in this city, especially from us who've been fans for so long, for most of our lives. And people older than me who, like, there's a guy who sits in my section at the game who's old black dude, he sits with his wife. And he's always fist bumping me. He goes, all right, all right now, brother. All right, good to see you, brother. All right now. And I asked him when I said, how long you been a fan? He said, 1984, I got a season ticket. Damn. And he doesn't, he doesn't get, you know, seen like Clipper Darrell does or anything like that. He doesn't right. get seen like Billy Crystal does. But he's like, he's like, I, I'm, I came to the sports arena because I was just sick of them damn Lakers. And I like, because they were like winning every year. Like they flip flip, yeah. Yeah. And it was a lot of people who did that back then. I don't know how not casual they've been over the past 38 years but you know right like but yeah man like it was it was beautiful to see and it was beautiful to see and 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 you know every like most if you want if you got a big market team you got a big market like you got a a big sizable uh transplant fan base mm-hmm. laker fans always trying to be like everybody in the clippers fan base is transplant every time the lakers play in another city you go to minneapolis there's more laker jerseys than there are <laughs> Temple, they travel well, bro. Minneapolis, yeah. LAX, no problem. Yeah, exactly. Bucks, <laughs> it's easy. We out all, there. They're all from LA. No, they're not. Um, but yeah. That is tight to hear. I'd like to meet that guy also. Um, coming up, we're going to be talking maybe some dislikes of the season as well as just kind of uh, overall impressions on Ty Lue's first year and then some Kawhi re-signing talk. But first, we got to give a shout out to Built Bar. The new Built Bar is even deliciouser than before. Uh, there's 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut. Uh, they got caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Uh, Built Bars are healthy. They're great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. And right now, 
Possible free cooler with purchase, limited drop, as my co-host would say, while supplies last over at BuiltBar.com. Head to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. One more time, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Okay, so we're back. And obviously, I mean, greatest season in Clippers history. I think we can all agree on that. Mm -hmm. What didn't you like about this season? Injuries for sure. That was the main thing. The, the injuries got us pretty good. But just like I was kind of saying earlier, throughout the season, the the losing bad games and, and you know. The way just, we lost some of them. Yeah, the way yeah. we lost some of them, the way we went down in some of them. I think that was the most glaring issue. There was still like a pacing issue that I would defend with a lot of people. But there was still like sometimes it just felt like we weren't playing with any urgency. Agreed. That's kind Definitely. of the Clippers calling card the last couple of years. Yeah, and I think. Uh, you know, I hate to – I don't want to badmouth my hope he's not listening to this because I don't want it to affect his contract uh, negotiations, but I think that's a Kawhi issue. I think <laughs> – Kawhi his, definitely his, listens to this show. This is the one outlet he pays attention to. I know when he's driving up from San Diego, he's probably listening to this. Hey, Kawhi, you my dog, <laughs> man. I'm wearing, you, I'm wearing you on a shirt right now. Hey, that's but, true. But, like, I think his monotonous – his monotony – like does set the tone sometimes and it just makes people just like because Kawhi just plays his game. Yeah. Like yeah. He just plays I, his game. He so I described him as a punch in, punch out guy. Like I think he wants to show up to the stadium, punch in, play his basketball, punch out, he's done. <laughs> and be the best while he's doing it is the other part. Like he's like, I'm gonna be the best. Um, so this is what we're gonna do. There's this narrative popping up now that some fans I've seen kind of talk about how because of the knee stuff. They don't necessarily know if they want him to sign the five years, the huge deal. You know, I, I don't like stuff like that. You don't give up on a player like Kawhi. Kawhi is a top five talent in the league right Absolutely. now. You just don't get you don't give that player up. You yeah. don't. Now, I will say sometimes I, I I will admit that I have sat back and thought like, what would those playoff series have been with Kawhi? Like, how oh. would they? We'd be getting ready to watch the game tonight. <laughs> let's not hurt ourselves like that. Come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, you have to think about it for your own, for conversation's sake in your own head. The way we played those last two games against Utah, like, I've we've watched Kawhi and PG play together. And mm -hmm. sometimes the shit ain't that good. Like, it. <laughs> now, do I want PG over Kawhi? And I know PG is listening to this. PG, I love you. I got you <laughs> on my pants right now. I'm wearing Kawhi shirt, PG paint. But I'm wearing Zubak shoe soles. But I'm Tyloo hat. Tyloo hat. Uh, Terrence Manny rings. I sometimes you got to think like, damn, would he have switched up the tempo a little bit for the worse? Like for not for the yeah. worst. But, I know what you're saying. It's the you argument know, with Chris Paul making the Suns offense slower, which maybe helped yes. out the Clippers. It's that whole thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, you know, we'll never know. What do you think of Ty Lue's first year? Well, it was great. It was a success. He, he, went, he went that much further than Doc. He, yep. showed us, he showed us what he could do. He showed, he showed us what this team could potentially do. Because we basically ran it back. You know, with yeah. the addition of I mean, Batum. well, Nick, but Nick Batum was was elite, yeah. and then Reggie's Reggie's playoff run was like, yeah, unbelievable. So, but yeah, like he showed us what he showed us what he could do with this with this talent that we knew we had last year. Mm -hmm. 
Do you think Doc was outright just ignoring Tyloo on the bench? Because he had the quote, like, Tyloo was on the bench. It's not going to be that much different this year. But it really was. I don't know if he was fully downright ignoring him, but I think, I think Doc just ignores, like, I think Good. that's just what he does. I think he just Good thinks advice. he knows everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he just ignores what he wants to ignore, period. Because look at what happened. There's no way that, like, I mean, he motivated uh, – Joel to be MVP caliber. Right. Yeah, um, I mean, he did do some good things in Philly this season. But them, up until them having a second-round exit to Atlanta is crazy. Like, Absolutely. That shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen. So, yeah. Where does uh, – so we talked about Kawhi. Where does this Paul George performance rank uh, for you? Like, I mean, I think most people would say Paul George has redeemed himself. I mean, this has got to be one of the best Clipper playoff performances from any player, though, right? Listen, I'm a soldier in <laughs> the army of Paul George. Right. Before the Batum Battalion, there was the army of Paul George. Yeah, the PG Army. And I'm a soldier in that army. I'm a lead mm-hmm. – a lead, a top general. Yeah. Uh. I have declared Paul George my personal favorite player in the league. He has taken LeBron's place. That is not me saying that he's better than LeBron. Right. That is just me saying that LeBron is no longer my favorite player. Wow. Paul George is. Because of the hate that he takes on and how he answered in the face of diversity. Diversity? And and, uh, adversity. (laughs) And diversity. It was way too many different races. Uh, But – in the face of adversity, how he go. how he redeemed himself. I think he was great, man. I think uh, – and this is something I agree. I don't think this is a hot take. Um, my friend, who is a, a big Laker fan, will say, Paul George, C.J. McCollum, and uh, – who's the other player? Paul George, C.J. McCollum, my top, top three smoothest players in the league. Oh, oh yeah. 100%, which is what makes – which is what I think – gets him undue hate because when you're really smooth and it's going really well it looks yeah. it's so fun to watch but when you're really smooth and it's not going well people are like dude what the hell are you doing out yeah, there yeah yeah, like, yeah. it's people a very <laughs> yeah people people who don't know the game can't understand what it's like to be a player like him where it's just like this is the pace that he's playing at he, he makes it look so easy but you got to remember how big this guy is oh yeah Paul he's huge. not a small dude <laughs> no he's a six nine point guard like yeah so like he you know, Paul George is great, man. Uh, I think that that p- performance, you saw it with the haters. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll use Shannon Sharp as an example because he's really let me down over the over the years now. <laughs> I, used to, I used to really be a big fan of Shannon Sharp. He's probably listening. His Yeah, listen, Shannon, and I'm not wearing any of your clothes because you put <laughs> no. no Shannon wristbands on this No part. Shannon wristbands, no. No Club Shay Shay stuff. No Club <laughs> Shay Shay merch on me right now. But – this dude was waiting. Like he after, wanted it to happen. after every game, he'd have a Photoshop. And then when we would win, there would be radio silence. And I watched mm-hmm. the show the next day to see what he says. And he would, he's like dug up some old stat where Paul George did something bad in 2015. And like, right. you know, some stupid shit. And then when we finally lost it, like he, he did give him credit. He was like, last, last night, Skip, A++ performance from <laughs> Paul George. I can't say nothing different. However, he didn't, we we did not we didn't make this hate up. We and yeah, that's what and everybody's like, saying oh, now. Everybody, did, is, everybody is saying now we didn't do we didn't make this yeah. up. Where we did all of this come from? Where, why are y'all asking where it came from? 
we didn't make it up. Paul made it up. And it's like, yeah. you don't have <laughs> yeah. to comment on it. You you started the narrative. Ryan Rossillo yeah. said the same thing when he was mad at Boogie for like defending PG, saying, where did the hate come from? I don't get where all this hate comes from. But Ryan's point, I kind of understand a little bit more. He was he was talking about uh, we expect superstars to play at a specific level all right. the time, which is fair, which is fair, even though none of them do that. Right. Because our beloved Kobe Bryant will shoot the Lakers out of a game quite often. Mm-hmm. And, you know, LeBron has done it. Everybody's done it. So it, it doesn't mean that you have – they're basically justifying it saying, like, we, we have to criticize these guys. We have to do it. Right. I can't wait till Luka gets a little bit of that. I haven't, <laughs> seen, I haven't seen anybody say anything negative about him. It's coming when this and when this next season is a disaster because they hired Jason uh, kids going to be a nightmare. Um, coming up, we're going to be talking next season stuff uh, as well as checking in with the curse, maybe some Colin Sexton discussion. But first, Will, talk to me about where I could bet online if I wanted to. All right. Well, the easiest place is actually betonline.ag. BetOnline oh, wow. is the fastest and easiest way, as I mentioned, to bet on all your sports action. Look, football over, college basketball, donezo. But the NBA and the NHL, I think, are still in full swing. But BetOnline doesn't just cover sports. They also cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You can get real-time updated odds and props on almost Anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus that's on top of your first deposit. Use promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right. Welcome to shaving slash curse stuff. Uh, now that the best season in Clippers history is over, let's talk about what changes they need to make next year. No, um, there's been some rumblings. Well, first of all, Carl, do you want the team to just run it back next year? Basically one for one. Uh, it depends on the, the, the health of, of uh, it depends on the health of uh, surge for me. Like yeah. I do think we need some more help down low. Like I'd love to get a Dwayne Deadman in there. I know he can't. Like, oh yeah. No, Absolutely. But, uh, I like we need some more help at, at the bottom down there. And I, I like to Tristan Thompson, Ty Lue kind of re reunion. Tristan is Tristan's not bad. Honestly, I think him living in LA would be a little bit too, too dangerous. Yeah. I think that we've recently, there's been some stuff where, yeah. Um, Did y'all see that Lamar thing? Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Um, I wonder if they, I wonder if they're friends. Cause that's like a, that's such a weird thing to say in, in, public right like out on someone's instagram page yeah yeah <laughs> especially um, when you're known for cheating yeah yeah that's your thing like that's <laughs> the tristan thompson thing yeah. um colin sexton is apparently very available from the Cavs. Uh, a lot of people have talked about how he'd be a good fit on the clippers including uh you carl will what do we think about this should the clippers make a play for colin sexton what do you think it would take would it be worth the losses i'm not really sure where i'm at on this one Look, I, I like Colin Sexton. I like his game. I thought uh, he ended up getting drafted higher, but in, in that draft, I did really like um, him as a pick. But he kind of shot up the boards. Um, but we got Shea. But I, I don't, I don't see the fit for this Clippers team. I think that Reggie, I mean, like Reggie can to me score at all three levels. Um, also, a terrible defender, just like Colin. So. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that – so the issue for me is, like, if you had one more season or, like, I mean, it'd be 
amazing to have two more seasons of that rookie contract. I would say, you, you know, whatever you got to do, like probably, you know, toss some stuff and make it, try to make it happen. Uh, but at, at that like rookie, it's not going to be the rookie max, but whatever you're going to have to re-sign him for is too much for the Clippers. Yeah. Cause he's eligible for the rookie max, but I don't think he's going to get that. Carl, he's not going to uh, get it. Carl, what do you think about that? Um, I like Colin Sexton. I, off the eye test, he's a young Pat Bev, in my opinion. Who's That's a, where I go. A, a better offensive uh, energy. He's an energy guy. He doesn't stop. He plays 94 feet. Yeah. Uh, he, he was he, great in that Nets game. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he, he pushes these guys. He, put, he, he like, he's going to be one of those dudes that everybody loves to hate, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and he's just like in a small market now. But him in L.A., like is I, I like the idea that I like him. I I would assume because there's been rumblings of Kevin Love too. I'm sure y'all talked about it. Huh, I but do not want him on this team. I I like him, but I like Zubac. I, I at what? Not at defending or at, rebounding at, anymore. At, play, at playing basketball. It's a little sport. So. This league be, is called the National Basketball. We'd be horrible with Kevin Love at the five. That'd be Maybe a nightmare. At the five, yeah, sure. I but you said for Zubac, <laughs> man. I you know I just guys, go that ahead. That seems like a dislike maybe from last season for you. Sorry, fan base. <laughs> uh, I don't have a Twitter, so you can't troll me. But <laughs> I uh, I do not like Evisa Zubac. I don't like him. He 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 still he's he's not he does not seem to be improving. He is a plus minus an analytical stud. Right. When, that, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. That's true. I'm not going to defend that, but I do when think it, he's improved. When it comes to just playing basketball, the guy just – he just don't – he just ain't got it. He ain't – it ain't happening. Like, there were so many dimes. Rajon Rondo, Reggie Jackson, Paul George, they drop him with the beautiful – the hee-hee. They give him the magic. They give him the hee-hee. And he just fumbles it. He gets the ball and fumbles it. Hands of stone. Think, yeah, I think Kevin Love will get the ball and flip it and tumble it. Uh, <laughs> so you think Zoo in a in a swap for Sexton along with some picks? Yeah, would do that trade. Well, we only got one pick, <laughs> but, it, but I, I I I do think uh, is this the last pick we control until twenty twenty six? Then the twenty five pick that we got this year, something like that. Yeah. I think so. Uh, I. I want Colin Sexton to study under Pat Beverly, but I think that would make us too guarded. I'm assuming we lose Rajon Rondo this year. Well, well he, he's no. on the books for seven and a half million dollars. We got to buy him out or trade him somewhere. Man, uh, Steve Ballmer just became the ninth billion, hundred billionaire. Give him that seven million dollars. No, reach, I agree. Reach, Get him reach out into of here. your reach into your nutsack, Steve Ballmer. Give him that fucking. <laughs> Seven million dollars. Tell them to kick rocks. Grab your sock money and yeah. get Rajon Rondo off the team. Listen, listen. Get your crown royal bag and <laughs> like, come on, man. I know Steve um, got seven million sitting around in the crown royal bag. Just throw it to him and change. Just, <laughs> it's all in Sacagawea dollars. Yeah. Um, we're uh, real quick. Do we care about the draft? The, the Clippers' twenty fifth pick. The Clippers draft pretty horribly. Um, yeah. There except is for Terrence guy, Mann. Terrence Mann might be turning the tide. There's this dude out of VCU named Bones Highland, who's like one of the We just top. worked him out. Yeah, I like him. And okay. I I was doing some recon and some other teams are thinking they could grab him in the second round. So if he's still available at 25, considering how bad, unless we do some shit like we did last year's draft, last year's draft was pretty cool. How we got rid of some players and got some guys in like Luke Kennard. 
I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got a lot of fucking guards. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why the Colin Sexton. That's why the Colin. Like, that's <laughs> like that. I guess that's my other thing with the Colin Sexton thing is we have so many hella guards. guards. Yeah, Colin, I like Colin for the future though. I'm kind of looking like I want us to like. I know we're still trying to make this PG Kawhi thing work, and it it works. It does work. It, it works, but it's like we still we. I don't want to lose those guys in four years and go back to being the the ten and seventy two clip. There's, so I don't I, think there's any way that happens. I, I mean, I think that's a great point, though. Like, I I want to have a team to still be excited for, like, even if we get past the point of championship contention. And I think, like, right now we have some interesting young pieces. Uh, but, yeah, like, beyond that, it gets a little bit more murky. Yeah. I'm call. telling you, man, 20 – are we opening the, opening the new arena? Uh, starting five in the new arena. Colin Sexton, Jay Scrub, <laughs> uh, Terrence Mann uh oturu at the four uh, yeah. oturu is out of here he, he that <laughs> kevin dude. love and the elder statesman kevin love at the <laughs> kevin <five>. love <laughs> kevin love at the four and uh carl anthony towns the five <laughs> things have gone incredibly awry for the clippers in this four-year span um before we get out of here we have to check in on someone who may have not had a super good year or maybe their their hardest year probably how is the clippers curse doing I think he. I think he just came and said, "What's up?" Hello, hello, <laughs> hello. I am in Cancun. I'm having a great time. It's very warm. It's very warm, which is how I like it because I come from hell. And everything that everything that I wanted to happen. Let, let me tell you, I was against the ropes. I was against the ropes. This was a tough year. This was a tough year for me. I tried to make. I tried. I brought out my one of my best minions. Uh, <laughs> His name is Joe Angles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from near here in Australia. He's near, uh, not near Cancun, near Hell, where I'm from. And uh, it's, it's at the bottom of the earth. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, he, d- he did what he could do. But I'm definitely going to, you know, have to renegotiate his contract for the next season. Right. Uh, hey, that Pat Beverly, you got to love him, don't you? Man, Curse, you I'm going to be honest. That was, that was a low blow, Curse. I was a big fan. I was a big fan of everything. Mm-hmm. Curse me too. I was also a big fan. Oh, hi, Carl. So I will say this. I'll say this. I eventually became the victor and I'm still working my magic in this current series. Uh, Sons and four will be a reality. Oh, get used to it. That's what I do. That's what I do. I'm yeah. a curse. I'm evil. <laughs> and evil prevails. And that'll happen in this. I'm doing my best to make it happen. I'm going to allow Chris Paul to have the easiest road to the playoffs that he's ever had. And, and that's the thing. I stopped it for six straight years when he was with the Clippers. And now I'm handing it to him. Go ahead. Just just cause. Win a championship, Chris. We'll see you in, we'll see you in the sunset. I love the commercials. Curse, Curse, you're so chaotic. But thank you for coming on the show. We hope we, we, hope we never have to talk to you again. Thanks for having me. Oh, my Mai Tai's here. <laughs> Well, Carl, is there anything you'd like to sign off with to tell uh, these off-season Clipper, the Clipper Nation? Uh, you guys got to get realistic about Ibiza Subak. Oh, wow. You're going way <laughs> different direction with that. <laughs> going hard. <laughs> Stay safe. Uh, enjoy the fireworks. They're still going on. Uh, but, no. Nah, you know, guys, I, I think this year was a success. And I'm trying – listen, put it this I, way. 
Usually at the end of a season, I bury my Clippers gear at the back of my closet. Mm-hmm. And I wait until the new season starts to pull it out again. Right. I usually spend the whole summer not wearing it. I have to find new T-shirts to wear. Yeah. Uh, some Chargers. New pants. Stuff. New pants. New, new Earrings. Stuff. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm, I'm wearing, I'm rocking my shit because I'm proud of the squad. You know, we were injured. We can use this as an, like nobody's coming at it. Like, of course, a couple of clowns are still talking shit like mm-hmm. ice cube but <laughs> yeah like man we can we can celebrate this year we can celebrate this year uh i really hope the curse is not right about the suns win i would love to see them lose yeah because uh, the only two good guys left in the playoffs now are Giannis and chris middleton <laughs> and pj tucker i guess the three good guys uh but outside of that this final sucks and i'm not watching uh all right Stirring words from Clippers. Be well, be well, be blessed. Be uh, continue to rock your red, white, blue, black, and sometimes gray. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was a fantastic season, Carl. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We always appreciate it. Um, This is the second guest we've ever had on this show. Um, Wednesday's episode, doing a Wednesday mailbag. Uh, there's no rhyming thing that has to do with Wednesday and Twitter, so that's what we're calling it. Send your questions into at Locked On Clips over on Twitter. We'll put the prompt out on there. We'll be diving into what PG can maybe do to improve next season. Maybe some draft scuttlebutt, and of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland. Maybe another assistant coach will leave. Who knows? Uh, will, where can these very intelligent listeners listen to this podcast? Uh, you can check us out on iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. We're on Amazon Music. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. It works. It's great. Hands-free stuff. Uh, and thank you for rocking with us. Uh, we're not coming at you five days a week, but we'll still be there for you three days a week through this off season. We'd love to have you listen. We absolutely would. I've been positive, Jack Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.